Hi, welcome back to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast, the place where women come to break free from binge eating so they can have more peace, energy, and release weight while enjoying the foods they love. Welcome. Today, we're talking about um, some tips to get back on track after holidays. Um, as we are coming out of Thanksgiving and going into Christmas and New Year's, um, chances are you could be, you know, having some doubts, some fears come up about whether or not you can either maintain your ability to balance your, your eating or you could be struggling with overeating and feeling triggered and starting to spiral out of control. So either way, I have some tips for you that are going to help you to stay on track, to get back on track. And these will help you not only with today and, you know, help you if you are experiencing binge eating right now, but also to really help you like set you up for further success through the new years. So let's go ahead and dive in. When it comes to eating, you're always going to default to your habits. So my first tip for you is to assess, to simply assess your habits. For example, what kind of habits do you have that move you closer to your goals? It could be something like a habit of eating vegetables. It could be a habit of taking a walk. It could be a habit of, you know, eating three solid balanced meals a day. Um, it could be a habit of, you know, you pre- prepare your snacks in advance or, you know, it could be anything, but it, it has to be something that supports whatever your specific goals are. Um, and then something that you, enjoy doing, um, something that is something that you prefer to do. So aligned with your preferences individual as an individual and something that helps you to feel how you want to feel. So it's going to be very different for different people, what the habits are, but this is a great time to assess what your habits are. You know, it's a great time to just put aside time for that reflection. As we're going into the new year, um, you know, some people love to reset when the new year comes around. Some people feel like it's arbitrary and why wait until the new year? Doesn't matter. You can take either approach. So you can, you know, reassess and you can decide today that you're going to change things if that's where your mindset is. Or you can, you know, allow this time to be um, in the five stages of change. There's something called pre-contemplation. I have a habit tracker that I use um, fairly religiously. And on my habit tracker, at the very bottom, there is a space for those habits that I haven't committed to yet. But there are things that I know that I'm committing to in the future. So like, for example, right now I see daily warm up is at the bottom of my habit tracker. What this means is like taking a few moments out of every morning to just move 
lightly, move my body a little bit just to get it in that state of of movement and warming up. Now, when I'm in the pre-contemplation stage, I often actually execute my habits. So for example, I did do some movement this morning, but if I don't do it, I'm not out of integrity, you know? It's not until I move it up to the top part of my tracker that if I choose not to do the habit, that means that it's out of integrity and I'm then looking at, okay, how do I get back on track? So what are some of the things that you might know that you're committing to in the future, but maybe you need to take the time to just start with pre-contemplation. That means, you know, write down, okay, this is a habit that I know I'm going to be committing to. I'm going to be starting it on, you know, this date in a few weeks, or maybe you don't have a date yet. That's fine. But you just start to allow yourself to, you know, think about what it's going to feel like and look like to do that habit, you know, how you're going to stay committed to it. What are the things that could potentially be in your way? What are the obstacles that could potentially get in your way of doing the habit and start to really think through all of those things? And, you know, oftentimes when we're starting habits, This is the thing that we don't take any time to do. And that's why we often don't actually follow through with the habits because then we started, we haven't really given it any thought and we haven't set ourselves up for success. And then, you know, life gets in the way. And then before you know it, we have forgotten that we even were doing the habit (laughs) and I've been there. And so what has really made the, um, a huge difference for me is really allowing myself to, you know, set my intention and really um, think through what that habit will be before I even start doing the habit. So make an assessment, think about what your habits are, allow yourself to contemplate getting that habit um, done daily or weekly or whatever it is that you know you're committing to. And you'll probably start to notice, like myself, that when you are in the pre-contemplation stage, you're going to start naturally doing that habit some of the time, you know? And so it allows you to start to build that snowball effect of doing the habit, that domino effect. All right. So that is my first tip is to allow yourself to really assess your habits and to pre-contemplate your habits. Okay. My second tip is really more specific to the actual holiday. And that is this, you know, it's just boundaries. So for example, you don't have to feel obligated to take home leftovers. You know, if you know that leftovers are a struggle for you, you know, which is totally normal, you know, it, we all have this thing, um, in our brains where when we see food, we're more likely to want to eat the food. It's not because we're hungry. It's not because we are, you know, bad people. It's not even because we struggle with binge eating. It's just because 
when you see food, you're more likely to eat it. That is just, you know, a common um, trait that human beings have. Um, Just like they've shown that, you know, if you uh, have a larger plate, you're more likely to eat more food. So, you know, think back to all those tips that um, you were given about like how to not overeat that may have failed you in the past because, you know, you have developed a habituation of overeating um, slash binge eating. However, when you think about those tips and tricks, um, like less food in the house means you're probably going to eat less. It may not be a strategy for managing your binge eating, but it could be a strategy for boundaries. So what are your personal boundaries? What boundaries are you setting for yourself? What are you going to allow other people to push on you or not push on you? Um, it could be you have a boundary that, hey, one, if you say, no, you're not hungry anymore, you know, you don't allow other people to push food on you. Um, it could be, all right, your, your boundary is that, you know, if somebody in your family is putting you down all the time, then your boundary is, If that person is doing that, you're not going to stay at the Christmas party, you know? Um, What are the boundaries that you're setting for yourself based on your standards for how you deserve to be treated, how you believe you should be treated? All right, this next tip is one that I've been talking about forever, And it's just to simply switch your focus from what you are wanting to stop to what you want to add, what you want to be doing. And so, for example, if you find that you are, you know, triggered and you are binge eating after your Thanksgiving holiday and you feel like you are um, starting to feel out of control, you might be thinking about, okay, I need to stop eating the leftover, you know, pumpkin pie, or I need to stop eating, um, you know, the leftover stuffing, or maybe you just feel like you're, you know, you've started and now you're just eating everything in stop in sight. And now you want to stop. And I totally understand that. And, you know, wanting to stop is a good thing because it's what's healthier for you. Um, yet, just focusing on what you want to stop or what you want to take away is probably not going to get you to actually um, to stop, which you probably already know. (laughs) Um, Because the thing is that the more that we focus on the negative aspect of, um, you know, our habit, the more that actually expands. And we beat ourselves up, of course, we think, oh, we're, you know, it's something you're a bad person or and you feel guilt and shame around it. And it only makes things worse because then you start to actually put yourself back into the behavior over and over and over again, because the behavior um, is often a coping strategy to comfort ourselves. Right. So. You already know this is not something that works. What does work then? Switch your focus to what you want, 
Now, the easiest way to to do this is to um, actually think of, okay, well, you know, I want to be eating more vegetables. I want to be eating more protein, you know, more healthy lean protein. I want to be drinking more water. You know, I want to be moving my body more. Whatever that those things are that you want to be doing, maybe you want your foods to be more nutrient dense. Um, you know, there's just so many ways that you can play with this. And notice I use the word play. And the reason I did is because it is so helpful when you can really, you know, come from that place of curiosity um, and allowing yourself to explore and experiment. You know, curiosity really is a superpower. And so what, how can you be curious? How can you be playful and start to add things into your meals, into your day that will start to balance out the eating from the holidays and start to make you feel more balanced, you know, um, make you feel better <laughs> um, throughout your day and help you feel some sense of pride in yourself. Those, the more you focus on that, that will start to grow and expand for you. And if you continue to put your focus on that over time, you will start to feel that impact of those positive behaviors and those positive things that you're adding into your life or into your diet. And you'll start to learn from that. Okay. So in my opinion, this is a much, much um, gentler and more effective way of getting yourself back on track because it's focusing on adding positive things into your life and into your meals. And it's starting to move you in the direction you want to go without this feeling that you have to do it all or nothing. All right. And tip number three is the yes and method. We've talked about this on the podcast before. The yes and method is Yes, I am going to indulge in this piece of pumpkin pie and I'll have my balanced meal with it. It is, yes, I'm going to eat Thanksgiving turkey and dressing leftovers and I'm still going to take my my walk in the evening. It's another way of teaching yourself through your behavior, through your action and baby steps that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And so how can you, um, you know, allow yourself to indulge a little bit and still follow through with the things that you know are going to help you feel your best? So this is a behavioral approach, but it's an approach that most people can do no matter what is happening in their lives, no matter what kind of stress is in their lives, because it's a baby step, right? So it's a gentle approach. It's a way that will start to give you insight through your behavior. So try the yes and method. 
And those are the tips I have for you today. So which one of these tips are you going to be incorporating um, now and through the holiday season? Let me know. Um, go ahead and follow me over on Instagram at Rashonda Gates. Send me a DM. I love hearing from you and hearing what your takeaways were and what is most helpful and useful for you. All right. And I will catch you on another episode of the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashonda Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on, an, on another episode. Bye.